0: I was minding my own business this morning when across the Atlantic Ocean came a very direct question. It came from the East Coast of the United States rather than the West Coast. But here's how it goes, you see. And it came in from a good friend of mine now. He said, I've got a direct question for you. He said, the more I learn about you, the more I realize that you were actually a marketeer, and a few other things he mentions. He also said, I believe that these are the major sources of your income. And then comes the question, why do you first and foremost present yourself as a poet from Cork, Ireland? So, he wants to know why I say I'm a poet rather than a marketeer. Well, I tell you very simply, there are much, there, there aren't half as many poets as there are marketeers. So, if you want to stand out from the crowd, call yourself a poet. If you call yourself a marketeer, you'll be in with—I mean, how many other million marketeers are there in the world? You know, the fact that I earn my living as a marketeer and uh, storyteller and all that kind of stuff—that that's neither here nor there. I mean, I'll be uh, put in a put in an envelope and. Uh, packed away in some kind of filing cabinet. If I, if the word gets out that I'm a marketeer, and anyway, anyway, I wouldn't want to tell anyone on uh, anchor that I'm a marketeer. I, I prefer them to think about me as a poet. I mean, I'm not looking for any clients on uh, on anchor. I don't want anyone on anchor to think that I might be you know, being nice to them, developing a relationship with them, and then one day they were going to get, oh, I've just uh, launched a new training course on, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Um, Please sign up here for my course or my newsletter or anything. No, 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 no. The one thing people know when they say you're a, they hear that you're a poet is they know you're not going to try and sell them poetry because poets are awfully bad at selling their poems and actually there's so many poems you can get free on the internet that you know you could get through your entire life loving poetry and not actually pay a penny for it so why on earth would I want anyone to think that I was in had any kind of business or even no, that I do need some income to live on. I, people would be just as well assuming that I won the lotto, and that I'm independently wealthy, and that I have no need of your money. Now you can talk to me. You see, you can be relaxed and not be anyway suspicious that I might be trying to pull a pull a fast one on you some day. Anyway, it's true. I am a poet. I mean, I did say some places. I'm a father too. Yes, I'm a father. Nobody ever asked me about my children. No, hardly anyone ever asked me about my children, right? Uh, what else am I? An opera lover. Nobody asked me half enough questions about opera. In fact, I seem to have been singularly hopeless at, at uh, marketing myself. But, yes, sorry, I'm in a bit of trouble. Yes. Yes, I mean nobody knows who I am. I could be saying who I am for a long time, and sure, people aren't interested in who I am. No, why should they be interested? They're interested in who they are, and that's a hard enough question for people to figure out. Hanging a label, hanging a, having hanging a piece of limestone around my neck, I'd prefer have the piece of limestone engraved saying, poet, or versifier, or uh, dispenser of enigmas, or, you know, a metaphorical spirit. Yeah, any of those things will do me. So yes, yes, you can call me a poet. But my good friend Svi, who asked the question, I'm so grateful to you for asking me this question, really. So, if you ever want me to do marketing for you, I won't charge you, I promise. Debbie, something about me that you don't think, that I don't think people realize or know? Okay, I'm going to try and give you three. Because some of them I've suppressed the memory a bit, so I can't give a nice open life-enhancing story like you've given about your your squadron days but the first thing is I was a ballet dancer yeah I really was a ballet dancer I think I went to two ballet classes in my life so before they realized that I had an even greater challenge Debbie, the second thing about me that will surprise you and maybe surprise others is that I'm a dab hand with a bow and arrow. Yes, as a child, I was absolutely sure shot. My archery skills were precocious. I mean, for example, there was one time when my sister, uh, playing in the garden, we had a big garden with a lot of bushes. So she ran away from the game so I very quickly fixed a Berberus um, thorn to the top of the arrow. I- ask um, ask uh, Barbara KB, maybe you know already yourself, what a Berberus thorn is like. It's like a needle, really. I fixed that to the top of an arrow and I fired it at her and I got her right on her posterior and that story is immortalized in fact the third and final uh, thing about me that I don't think you or anyone will imagine is that it's over fifty years since I had gooseberry jam yes I haven't had gooseberry jam in 50 years Um, I haven't had honey in, uh, apart from honey and lemon drink a- apart from that I haven't had honey in over 50 years um, and and uh, I am I would go so far as to say allergic to uh, Nutella yeah they're they're things about me and I love meringues. I love working with Debbie Bridge. Yeah, we've collaborated over a few things really, a number of conversations and we collaborate on Wave Radio. And I'm now very keen to hold on to and make sure that I can listen to it whenever it suits me to listen to it. I'd like to play what Debbie has to say um, about me and uh, some ideas and her, yes, so I'm going to play Debbie, then I'm going to play myself because that's what she did, she echoed it. And um, anyway, I just want to have all, all parts of this. And it's really it's really all about your voice. Your voice. Finding your voice. And not so much finding your voice as loving your voice. Because you've already found your voice. Anyway, here we go. A huge thanks to Debbie Bridge, who's just uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, her company is just so, so, what would I call it? Um, she, she's such a life force, really. Yeah, a great life force. If I had a bottle of champagne for every time I've heard somebody say, I don't like my voice. I don't like the sound of my own voice. My cellar would be full. My cellar would be full. And I'd be a happier man than I am now. You see, this is a mantra, unquestioned. Accepted without blinking. Agreed with. By everybody I know personally other than Moira O'Brien. You see, this is received wisdom of our time and it's totally uh, uh, inaccurate. It's much more accurate to say you love the sound of your own voice. You love it. You love it more than the sound of any other person's voice that that you hear day to day. It is your favorite voice. And I know I'm, I mean, I'm totally confident that I'm intellectually correct, but I don't expect you to believe me as a result of this conversation. You see, you... You like talking to other people. You like using your voice. You find it hard to say nothing. And even when you're saying nothing, you talk to yourself. You speak to yourself. You hear the sound of yourself speaking to yourself. And I don't just mean in your imagination. I mean, you actually physically use your vocal cords privately often. You sing. You sing to yourself. Many more of you sing to yourself than sing to other people. You like the sound of your own voice. You like expressing your feelings. You like expressing your thoughts. Some of you are, you know, less inhibited than others. Some of you do this to your therapist. Some of you do it to yourself. And some of you do it in the company of other people. But you do use your own voice. You like it. And I wish... That you would say publicly, and by publicly I mean out loud to yourself, in the hearing of other people, I love my voice. Everything else can be built on that. But, if you repeat the prevailing wisdom, the uncontroversial view, that I don't like the sound of my own voice. If you repeat that unthinkingly, well if you repeat it, never mind whether it's thinkingly or not thinkingly. Every time you do that you disable yourself from doing something as a result of liking the sound of your own voice. It's not my job to run your life, it's not my job even to advise you on how you should run your own life or even But I I have a uh, wish, which I've satisfied now, to say that the received wisdom when subjected to consideration doesn't hold up. You love your own voice and you love the sound of it. Even when you're saying the opposite.